0: Live from Chicago, this is Bruce Dumont with our Beyond the Beltway analysis of national politics, featuring occasional injections of rumor in your window, all offered up by our panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, professors, and most importantly, plain speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, featuring commentary by Democrat Peter Hanna, Republican Doug Ibendahl, Republican nationalist Jennifer Nevins, and Democrat, Coco Sudek. Our program tonight, coming to you from our home base at the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago, the Paul and Angel Harvey Radio Studio. Nice to have you with us. Toll-free lines open at one 800 723 eighty two eighty nine. That's one-eight hundred-seven two three eighty two eighty nine. If you'd like to email me a comment, it's Bruce Dumo I'm sorry, Beyond the Beltway 2019 at gmail.com. If you want to tweet me a comment, it's at Dumo at D-U-M-O. And of course, you can join us on our website, BeyondTheBeltway.com. It is not only this broadcast, but if you ever miss it, it's always there for a long, long time. And of course, we are live on Facebook and we are live on uh, uh, YouTube around the world. So nice to have you with us. Again, another full uh, two hours of political conversation this evening. We've got a new guest, a maiden, making her maiden voyage. It's about the third week in a row. We welcome a newbie here. And uh, uh, Coco Soduk, nice to have you with us. Uh, you're a Democrat, uh, a liberal Democrat. And I want to begin by asking you the question that I think a lot of people are discussing right now. We're dealing with revelation at the national level of two uh, whistleblowers who have, uh, who have offered ter- testimony uh, that Donald Trump did something that they think was in- illegal and certainly improper. Do you believe conceptually, do you agree that whistleblowers, not just this one, but maybe all of them, should whistleblowers be forced to come forward? Well, come forward in what way? Do you mean come forward? In a forward? public way. So we would know um, who they are
1: you know I, I think it depends. I think that there are ways of protecting whistleblowers. Whistleblowers are critical to ferreting out the truth, particularly in climates like the one we've got under Trump, mm-hmm. which is one of, of vengeance and cruelty and so it's important that we protect the identity of this, these whistleblowers so that they they're not subject to repercussion I mean that's a that's the whole point of okay. of having whistleblower protection. But
0: conceptually not not always. You, you, you don't say we absolutely have to do it in all cases. You think this is a an exten this is an extenuating
1: circumstance. I think circumstance.
0: this is an extenuating okay. circumstance. Jennifer Nevins, do whistleblowers mm-hmm. generally speaking, not not this one we're ta- or these mm-hmm. that we're talking right now, do you believe that whistleblowers should come forward?
2: Well, that used to be the rule, right before it was changed uh, pretty recently actually uh they need to get to the bottom of that. Why two weeks before this event happened, the rules were changed where you did at least have to go on record as far as who you were. And I think that that's important because we live in an era where anonymous charges um, are so easily made. And it is really important that if someone's going to make something, a charge like this, that is very consequential, that they're able to stand behind it and not cower behind um, anonymity.
0: Okay, uh, Peter uh, Hanna, you are an attorney. You also uh, teach at Illinois Kent College of Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an attorney, uh, how do you come down on this issue?
3: Um, I think
0: whistleblower laws exist for a reason, and I think that
3: people are generally cowed by the repercussions of being the ones to disseminate information that's unpopular. Um, in the corporate context, in the government context, in all sorts of contexts, I think they're really valuable. And I think you undermine sort of the impetus for people coming forward if you don't protect their identity. Uh, I mean, think back to obviously like the Watergate, you know, the Nixon tapes and, you know, deep throat. How long did it take for us to figure out who that person was? Um, I think if that person was being threatened by Nixon in a public way and called a traitor and a treasonous, you know, whatever, um, perhaps he wouldn't have come out. Um, So I I think it's really important to protect whistleblowers under all circumstances.
0: Doug Ibadol, you are also an attorney, a pro-Trump Republican joining us. Uh, What's your take on that?
4: Well, I, th- I think, um, with all due respect, I'd say your, your question is a, a bit of a false dichotomy. The, the, these, are, these are not whistleblowers as we normally understand the term, and I would argue that they don't even fit the definition of whistleblower um, under United States Code. First of all, we only, we only know about one. The second one is sort of rumored, but we've got nothing from them. But, but more importantly, these the, these so-called whistleblower reports are – they're – There's a superfluous now; they're meaningless. Once Donald Trump released, we we G- have, Doug, we have Doug, the transcript. Doug, Doug,
0: speak my point. Generally speaking, do you support whistleblowers uh, or not? It, Let's try to get away from this one because obviously everybody may have a different opinion on this whistleblower or whistleblowers. But I just want, generally speaking, I mean, have have whistleblowers? Come forward in the past with information, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, against Republicans or Democrats, that turned out to be good for the Republican, in, in, information the public
4: should know. In a, in, a, in a general case, yes, whistleblowers have protection. But the issue is, does the so-called, and I'm using air quotes now, the whistleblower in this case, would they be, be subject to that? And it's, it's it's really absurd. Rudy Giuliani is right. It's, it's, we're, we're actually even past a witch hunt. We're not even—it's not even proper to call this a witch hunt anymore, because it, even the witches, the accused witches in the in the Salem witch trials, got to face their accusers and to and to cross examine them. Basic, even even those those. Uh, Okay. alleged w- witches, got the basics of due process okay. under the law L- in our let's, Constitution. Let, let's,
0: let's come back to a point that you make, back to you, Coco, and that is, uh, should the president or any, anybody that's charged with anything, should they have a right to face their accuser?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, they should. And he'll have that chance in the impeachment trial. Mm-hmm. This is the investigation. This is the inquiry. There's no... There's no right to confront your accusers or witnesses against you in an investigation. Nobody gets to confront your your accusers or or people filing complaints against you when the police
2: are investigating. And that's where we are in this moment. Do you agree with that, Jennifer? Here's the problem but, with that. It's not even an official inquiry yet. The Democrats didn't even want to get to a vote yet if it's an inquiry. But that doesn't stop them from issuing subpoenas. So what they want is they're trying to have it all. We want to subpoena you and put you, but, you in but front. But do,
0: do you agree with the point that Coco just mm. said, is that if there, if, there isn't, if there isn't an indictment yet, Yeah. You don't have to come forward with her name. That, that comes later.
2: Right. No, I don't have a problem with, with okay. that point. I have a problem with this point that the Democrats, it's closely related to what we're talking about here, the Democrats are subpoenaing people and saying, you have to come forward, you, you must talk to us. But yet there is no formal inquiry. The press is calling it an inquiry, but there is no inquiry right now. So if you want to put your money where your mouth is, then people will comply with your subpoenas, but not until then. Peter,
0: should there be a House vote up or down on continuing the inquiry?
3: um i mean i think that they don't need that to continue the inquiry but i actually agree with jennifer they don't need it because of why i mean because i think the individual committees have the discretion to pursue the inquiry
0: in the ways that they see. what about that, in the is... court of public opinion and and politically i mean the, the the in the in the clinton case and in the nixon case the, the house voted and then the inquiries began so yeah. why should this be different
3: well, I mean, I think the inquiry is well underway. I think really what we're all talking about is when will they introduce articles of impeachment and actually pass them, which I think will happen relatively soon. But I actually agree with Jennifer that the Democrats have, you know, tried to have it both ways in, in a lot of ways because it's a really delicate, fraught situation. With implications for the 2020 election, and the last thing that you want to do is hand you know Donald Trump something that you know a lot of folks will just be able to oh he won. Look, he, he acquitted, you know, like the Mueller report acquitted him. So I think they're walking a fine line, very fine line. But
0: again, when we come back, uh, we'll continue our discussion. One 8289 two three eighty two eighty nine. I'm Bruce Dumont from Coast to Coast and Border to Border, and around the world at beyondthebeltway.com. Thanks for joining us today.
5: Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily,
0: there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org.
5: Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain. And reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives, like physical therapy, to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose physical therapy. Visit MoveForwardPT.com to find a physical therapist in your area.
0: Bruce Dumont back in Chicago, and uh, Coco, I want to ask you a question that uh, we, we addressed in the first segment, and that is, uh, where do you come down on whether or not the House should vote? Because at the, at the moment, uh, it's a talking point. It's the number one talking point of Republicans. Uh, why not give them their way on that, and what's the next point they're going to come back with? It was,
1: well, I— On, look, on I- the issue
0: of fairness or perceived fairness—
1: I think that there's an enormous amount of fairness right now in that the committees are investigating, talking to witnesses. They're getting stonewalled by people associated with the Trump administration, which is absurd and unconstitutional and illegal and lawful. (coughs) Do I think they should take a vote? Yeah. Eventually, I think they should take a vote. But the problem is they only have one. uh, They have one event on the docket right now, and that's the Ukraine conversation and all the proceedings around the Ukraine conversation mm-hmm. and there are so many more avenues to impeach this criminal reckless lawless li- illegitimate president wow. that I would like them to take a little bit more time and look at this so that the impeach the articles of impeachment read like the phone book
0: but the but the point is the people who agree with with, with, with the litany of uh, of comments about the president and there there are many there there's millions of them out there that agree with that to, to them, why don't you say, why, why are we fighting an issue of whether or not we're going to vote? We're probably going to vote anyway. The, the national news media has basically said for the last month that the reason that Nancy Pelosi is not doing it is that she wants to save the rear end of 30 moderate Democrats? It's a political decision that she's making. It's not the decision. Hey, let's 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 make this transparent. Let's get let's give the Republicans an opportunity to come in and, and and participate just as they did with Bill Clinton, just as they did with Richard Nixon. Let's do the same thing for them that we're doing now. I think the average American would say that's fair. And if the Democrats can get on, if they can eliminate the charge that they're unfair. Then I think the litany of things they could go after would be. Can, would be can I ask you? So I, yes, I think it's a little premature.
1: To I actually think it's a little premature to vote on articles of impeachment because if you well, vote not on impeachment, just the inquiry. Did, I'm talking about just. Well, but I don't I, see why. Why? Why wait, should me, there me, be? Can I, can, I, can, I,
4: can I talk on that? Look. Yes, the, the, the U.S. Constitution is is as we know is does not have a lot of specifics on the procedures for for impeachment. Uh, it, it's you know talks about why and even that even that language is. Somewhat vague when you talk about high crimes and misdemeanors, but we do know it's very clear from the from the history from the Constitutional Convention, the founders were very concerned about this, and it's very clear. And we also have past president, not just the history from the Constitutional Convention itself, but also past president, as you said, uh, Bruce, with with Nixon. Uh, uh, Clinton and, and and Johnson, for that matter, uh, much further back, that an impeachment impeachment is very is a very serious thing, and that before you do that, an inquiry is supposed to be there's supposed to be um, some some confidence that the American public have that the that a, that an inquiry on impeachment, which is an extraordinary uh, remedy to remove the the chief executive of the United States, that before we do that, there should be some confidence that that the majority of uh, – that, that Americans, through their elective representatives, are on board with that. And the Democrats are not doing this. This thing is beyond a star chamber. It's a kangaroo court. And and the executive branch is not – But
0: Doug, there are – I you may know. not acknowledge them, but there are tens of millions of people in this country right now who
1: agree. Then what, take
0: a vote. Then
1: have Why? the vote. Th- that, that's then sm- have that's the th- vote. Can I, can I respond to this? Go, go. Look, look, look. The, I think the way Nancy Pelosi has handled this has been frustrating for me. But also sober and careful and, 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 and you may deride it as a political as nothing more but a, a series of political calculations, but she is operating in great sobriety as a steward of the co- as a steward of the Constitution and taking this very slowly and very carefully, and the fact that it's sitting in judiciary and it's sitting in intelligence in those committees and 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 they're going step by step and methodically and and appropriately and carefully, it's premature to put this before you know, you the see, House at, at this point. As as Jennifer Nevins. Jennifer
0: Nevins. The
2: first thing i like to say is the idea, and Rahm Emanuel said this on a show I was on a few weeks ago, that this is they're being very judicious. The Democrats are being so judicious about it. They want to make sure that their ducks are all lined up because we want to be on the up and up. That is a load of crap. Representative Al Green said last year, if we don't impeach this president— he's going to get reelected, And so now we have a situation where 13 months out from the election, what we have is not Nancy Pelosi doing something where she's trying to be methodical. She's caught in a real hard place. She's got the AOC wing on one end who's threatening her, and I mean publicly, that you better do something about this situation. And then she's got her moderate caucus. And then she's got Joe Biden, who she knows is the only chance that they're going to retake that White House. So she's doing this against her better judgment. She doesn't want any part of it, and that's why she's slow-walking it. That's really the truth and situation
0: your response to that
3: i mean we have a president who has openly solicited uh foreign leaders to dig up and share dirt on his political opponent and their families for personal gain um i could talk about nancy pelosi and democratic strategize we could all talk about that ad infinitum the bottom line is there's a president who has certainly fulfilled the requirement of a high crime or misdemeanor many times over and just because he Double down on it and did it publicly doesn't kind of legitimize what happened before. But I do want to pick up on one thing you said about the Constitutional Convention. You know, the Federalist Papers and, and pretty much all documentation around the time doesn't actually say why they picked impeachment to have a two-thirds, you know, supermajority in the Senate. There's not, I mean, you can assume it was because they were worried there'd be loyalists or something to upset the president or whatever. But if you actually look at, you know, in Eng- England, you know, all it takes is the House of Lords, majority. I'm sorry, House of Commons, majority, House of Lords. We we had a a a revolution. No, I'm I'm aware, but I'm I'm just giving you... I don't know what your point is. uh, I don't know what your point is. If you let me talk, uh, maybe you'll understand it. Um... I think you'll find, if you kind of dig back into history, you purport to understand, just like the U.S. code from earlier that you said didn't meet the definition whistleblower under the U.S. code, you'll find that you're speaking from ignorance, right? Because a lot of what we decided was predicated on this historical antecedent in England and elsewhere. So you may say, oh, it's really clear. I don't this know what your point super, is. The, my but point the fact is the this, Constitution my point is says this. that you do need two-thirds no, of could the You can chuckle saying. and, like, spout nonsense No, I don't understand you what want. your point I'll, is. If you let me talk, you'll hear it. Okay. The point is simple. One moment, Bruce. point is simple. We have a president who is, has legitimized and normalized lawlessness. And here we we'll are, four that, people Peter. speaking okay. about Nancy Pelosi strategizing to support 30 moderate Democrats. That's not what this is about. That's what Bruce was asking all about. All it is what it's about. You know what, you know, what it's about, like, bigger than beyond the way, bigger than everything, it's about the country and the fact that Republicans republic wanna, is being led by a criminal.
4: Yes,
0: I want to go on record. Well, well, I'm gonna, Jennifer, you wanted to follow through on that.
2: No, we can get to that argument, Peter, but that's not what Bruce was talking about. We are talking about process, because process here is really important. And what we have is we have the Democrats trying to have it both ways. I think that that speaks to the issue, uh, and that's something that we have to talk about. I know – I don't have to be a lawyer. I've got, I'm surrounded by lawyers right now, and you guys have the advantage where you can get into the minutiae and I can't. But you don't need to be a lawyer to understand what's going on here. You guys have had four bites at the apple with this impeachment. The emoluments clause and his policies on the border, all kinds of things you, want, you guys have wanted to do. This is your last shot at it because we have an election, and that's the bottom line.
0: Can I, 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 and the, By the way, let, let me ask – do you believe that the impeachment process? Let's assume that it. Let's assume that it goes to the Senate, and everyone is assuming that the Republican Senate would not vote two-thirds to him to uh, to remove to convict him. Does everybody agree with that? Yes. yes. Is okay. Now the question is: If we go through all that, and the Senate votes, and Trump is still there, from a political standpoint, is Donald Trump helped or hurt? By, let's say, the next nine months being dragged in the dirt. D- quick quick answers. Helped or hurt? Oh, uh, he's,
4: he's, he's helped tremendously. Help.
0: Jennifer.
1: Helped. He's devastated.
0: Devastated. Hurt. Hurt. Tell us why he's devastated, in your view.
1: Well... I think if if the House does the investigation yes. investigations now to build the case and show the public and the Senate exactly how lawless and and disreputable this it'll president is, it'll be a long, is, long list. It'll be a long list, and what it'll look like is it'll look like the Republicans didn't have the courage, the, the 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 stones, right, the testicles, to actually do what they should do in their constitutional duty as senators. Okay,
0: now reaction and, just to that particular point. And
2: as let's say. It's
0: all out there. This is, yeah. this is well beyond the Ukraine call.
2: Right. It's and a lot
0: more stuff to deal with.
2: And to that point, as that's all being brought out, what else is being brought out? All the criminality on the Democrat side. All of Joe Biden's activities. All of Hunter Biden's activities. By the way, Joe Biden doesn't want to talk about any of that. Doesn't think he has to. Then we're going to get into all kinds of other side issues. We're going to talk about Ukraine and the election interference that was going on with Ukraine. So if they want to go down that road, we also have a road that we can go down.
0: Okay, but are you are you going to would do you think the Republicans would go down that road if they're in a defensive position,
2: I think they to want to defend go down the, road. the
0: president, do they yes. want to go down any of those yes, roads that 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 I are in the bill in particulars?
2: I think they I do know. and I think so, with Trey Gowdy on board they definitely do.' Well, so, okay. Yes. I mean,
0: I'm
3: all for exposing. All the corruption. Yeah. Uh, both sides. Right. Have it out. If Hunter right. Biden is some sort of treasonous, you know, whatever, criminal. That's right. Lock Doofus. him up. That's Doofus, right. Doofus, whatever. I, I, let's have it all out. But the thing is, and I think a lot of folks on the other side forget this, Hunter Biden um, isn't running for office. Hunter Biden, actually, if you, if you know anything about the guy's life, it's a pretty troubled life. And I mean, he's, I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, with all due respect to the Biden family and this person struggling through whatever he's struggling through, I mean, I wouldn't put him in a position of public trust. Um, or want him in a position of public trust this isn't about Hunter Biden. I mean again, I think I think the Republicans have been and the Trump people, the Trump folks have been really good at sort of sleight of hand like this is not about Hunter Biden or Joe Biden who you know frankly even in my view isn't my preferred candidate. It is about someone using the immense and enormous power of okay. the United States as a, as someone in a position of public trust to gain personal benefit. Which we're going to hear
0: from the Republican system a moment, but I, I do want to just follow up on one part of this, Peter. I think part of it is, now granted, the main story here is the president and, the, and, and what happened in Ukraine. But he has opened another uh, avenue or theater of war, if you will. And that is the wisdom, the confidence, the smarts of Joe Biden not knowing what his son was doing or his son not telling his father, the vice president, of what he was doing, which raises a very high level of impropriety. Back shortly.
6: What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back.
3: I wish she'd stop
5: drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon.
7: I act like I don't care if he comes to my games,
6: but I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not.
7: With everything
1: that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't.
2: Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com.
3: My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives.
7: I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home.
3: At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned.
2: I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education.
0: DAV offers veterans of all generations
4: a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation.
7: My victory was getting my service dog and new best friend.
0: We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges.
3: My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
0: Bruce Dumont back in Chicago. We've got a great panel for you this week, and they're going to take a moment to introduce themselves, and we will begin with one of our Democrats, Peter Hanna. Hello,
3: my name is Peter Hanna. I'm a professor of law at uh, Chicago-Kent, where I teach privacy and cybersecurity. Um, I've been practicing law for, uh, I guess, 15 years. Um, I do a lot of constitutional law and advise policymakers and lawmakers on legislation and policy initiatives in Illinois and
0: sometimes in D.C. And born in? Alexandria, Egypt. And you became a citizen when?
3: Uh, it's still up in the... No, I'm kidding. I'm a citizen. Many, <laughs> many, many years ago. You didn't little, swim it. We know no, that. No, <laughs> no, no. Definitely can't swim that far. Um, but yeah, I know my family immigrated from Egypt when I was a little boy. And uh, I guess we all, we all became citizens back in the, and, in
0: the 80s. And your your father doesn't... He still disagrees with you on politics?
3: On a lot of stuff. But you know, strangely enough, over the past like three or four months, I think it's been trending in what I believe to be the right direction. But I think you'd probably be a little bit more comfortable, like somewhere in between us, leaning on their side. <laughs> okay,
4: Doug Eibendahl. Um, I'm I'm Doug Eibendahl. I'm originally a farm boy from Southern Illinois, but I've been a lawyer in Chicago for twenty some years. Two milk cows? No, we had beef and uh, Hereford uh, it's beef tough. cows. Kind um, of tough. And uh, so that's my real job. And then my under uh, my uh, my hobby, you can read my. Political stylings at uh, RepublicanNewsWatch.com. Oh, just real quick, I was also on the I was on the Bush legal team for the two thousand recount in Florida, and um, I was in Broward County, Fort Lauderdale. I only mention that just 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 to say that I actually have firsthand experience. I've seen what real election interference uh, looks like i've i've i've, I've, I've witnessed okay. it firsthand yeah i remember the pregnant chads I remember, hanging chads I remember, and all that so more. it's it's a lot it's a lot more serious than okay. you know a few a few uh, awkwardly placed uh facebook ads from russians
0: coco sudek making her maiden voyage welcome coco
1: thank you very much bruce my name is coco sudek i'm a business lawyer and i specialize in helping people make things and money
0: great things and money mm. right. uh, go ahead Jennifer Nevins yes. you just you reported to your Facebook friends this is your 21st appearance on this program
2: it, it is actually Older so emissions. it's been a it has been a great two and a half years um i actually came on bruce's show in the wake of the rnc in 2016 i was a delegate for trump i am a nationalist conservative and basically what that means is i have an america first agenda just like our president does and that applies to everyone who's here legally regardless of national origin race creed or anything else
0: okay during the break coco you said you wanted to make a point on something we were discussing in the last segment
1: so I wanted to talk a little bit about Hunter Biden and, 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 um, and, and Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually think that Hunter Biden did anything wrong. I don't think that he profited mm-hmm. from his association. And I think that when, when Joe Biden, his, his interventions to have the prosecutor removed was, would have been bad for Burisma, the company where Joe Biden... Or sorry, where where Hunter Biden sat as a consultant and director. That said, it's gross. It's gross that Hunter Biden held this position while he was vice president. I don't care if they didn't do anything wrong. The appearance of impropriety is enough. I'm a Democrat. I believe in good government. I believe in a a duty of loyalty that people ought to have to the country. And to me, it is enough to be disqualifying. It's Joe Biden should absolutely not be the nominee for a number of reasons, but one of them is this ridiculous situation where his son had a position in a country in which he had the brief. Yeah,
0: for 50, and he was getting $50,000 a yeah. month. Yeah, and it's okay. gross. By the way, I, I want to congratulate you because you were the first person on on the, the left side of our table. This is the third week in a row or four, maybe fourth week in a row where we've discussed this issue. You're the first one... Who, who sees something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've had very liberal panelists here, and they just said, well, they didn't see anything wrong. with it. There was no appearance of impropriety. And I'm saying, how can you not say that? This is about the most obvious... Situation, And by the way, we should mention that Hunter Biden, uh, earlier today or late, late yesterday, he resigned from a similar position in China. There was another company that he was doing work for. He has resigned that, and he said that if his father is elected, he's going to do no more foreign business, which, again, is, is the case. But by the way, so I, I think that uh, if there are more Democrats, and by the way, I think the Democrats that are most likely to agree with you, uh, Coco. Are probably people who are for Bernie Sanders or for Elizabeth Warren. You think so? Uh, yeah, I think so because I just—I I mean, I—I I think
1: any any yeah.
0: Biden Democrat, I think, uh, but wait, they
1: wouldn't be true. But wait, I say that but Sydney. wait, there's a, but there's a but but wait, you're making it sound like a bad thing. The reason why. I'm a fan of Elizabeth Warren is because I believe in good government, oh, because no. I believe in a duty of loyalty, because I believe in noble public service that doesn't also come right. bringing your family to, to do
0: some yes.
2: buckraking on
0: your I name. I yeah. agree. I, I totally How Does, how we, does, how does, does C- everybody work? agree with that? Well, we, I, I, have I, we reached a, a point Yes, here?
2: we do agree with it. But what I'm trying to – the circle I'm trying to, to square –
0: agree with the specific... The specific yeah, I do.
2: Okay, so here we have a,
5: yeah. here
0: we have an agreement here.
2: Well, this, what I'm trying go. to Good understand... Night, folks. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to understand is is how the media or anyone else can say that there is... doesn't look like anything was done wrong. Hunter Biden had absolutely... And the, and the New York Times said this back in September 26th in the story they ran. He had absolutely no experience with Ukraine at all. None. So to say that he wasn't trading on his father's position as vice president right. and that that wasn't improper and that his father did not grease those wheels okay. is it belies I think any common no, sense no, I, I think
0: i think we all agree on that i agree with you that i don't think the national media has moved that part of the story perhaps they will susan rice the former uh, uh, national security advisor to barack obama was on Fareed Zakari today, and she was asked uh, the pointed question by Fareed, uh, should the vice president have at least informed you of that? And her response was, oh, that was, uh, that, that was public domain. Uh, she didn't say yes. Right. She didn't say no. Of course not. She said, oh, that was in the public domain. And I'm trying to think of myself, why would Hunter Biden's position at Burisma, why would that be in the public domain? Right. She's the national security advisor,
2: and they keep saying if he's you were a private the Vice citizen. President, it
0: seems to me that you should have acknowledged you should have said that to somebody and and she she refused to 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 take that position she took the mm-hmm. namby-pamby way out. so I, I think this is uh, it, right. it, it gets to it gets to old school. and if people want change. And they don't like the idea of Donald Trump and his family trading on the family name. They don't like it for the Bidens doing it the same way. And that's another reason why I think it's another nail in Joe Biden's uh, political coffin. Absolutely.
3: I think one thing that hopefully everyone could agree about coming out of this, it's a good thing, is that it shines a light on. I mean, the fact is Hunter Biden probably did nothing illegal. And that in and of itself is a problem. It is a problem when someone can't. I mean, if your name is Biden and your dad's in the Oval Oval Office like half the week. Right. You're trading on the name, yep, and I mean, sure. the fact is, it's perfectly legal. And I mean, we have a bunch of Trump kids who have been trading on the name while in office, you know, no, serving they're, they're, positions. Wait, no, wait, 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 but wait. But it's, it's something you're in the Can I kind of, respond to that? No, I, I'm not done. Well, let, so let, let you finish. should give me the courtesy of completing. Um, we have a lot of people who are using you know, positions of power for family to advance themselves and their personal interests. And I think that needs to end. And I mean, don't get me started on the immense conflicts of interest of Ivanka, Jared, all these folks have who did not sufficiently kind of move their private stuff away from their public stuff. So, I mean, I don't want to make this like for like. I think what we need is actual change in the law. That prevents any of this type of activity. There's, in the a,
0: there's, a, there's a, that's a quick a, a, question for your a, response, and I, then we got to take some calls. There's a
4: big difference here. The, the Trump family was making, the Trump kids were making money before their father got into politics. Hunter Biden gets thrown out of the Navy apparently over uh, over drugs, and then now he's making fifty or eighty thousand dollars a month from from Ukraine and and, and that's also, not from, also accurate, from China that's, it's, 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 but that's it's not quite accurate it's, about it's, the it's Trump Trump completely kids. different and, and and I also completely disagree with my fellow attorneys over here this idea oh there's nothing more to see here oh it's all legal no we, we don't know that's that for a fact there's there out. is, there well, is plenty there slide. is plenty to investigate I want to I want to be on record here as the only lawyer out of three here that actually s- that will will say on the record that it is not a crime for the President of the United States, who is our country's chief law enforcement officer, to ask and to to fully investigate when he's presented with solid evidence of corruption to go after that as aggressively as he can he and to, even enlist FBI. other countries in doing it, that FBI. is that is perfectly legal he, and any lawyer who would say that it's not i have a big issue with it he
3: could have asked the seven FBI, go cool. i got go cool. seven wait, statutes simple. he so, could have asked the fbi yeah he could have got exactly i, I mean I, who knows maybe you ask your own government your own
1: country's right. law enforcement no 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 no, no like you guys you mean, well, well, you wait, no 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 Hang on. this is a violation of this is a violation of many Statutes, including Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, uh, campaign. It is because it's not. yes, it was. Word, it was. It, it is because he was. He was. He was. He was offering money or withholding no, money in False. exchange for a False. government Fact's action not in evidence. for False. a
2: personal benefit. False. That's an assumption that he withheld Doug, you money. must
3: be a student of Sean Hannity because right. I mean your manner. It's a violation
2: of campaign point. finance
1: law so because are, uh, he, guys was guys for, time, he was asking for one at a time he was asked, one at a time. He was asking he was asking for help from a foreign government with to his investigate own,
4: corruption for his
1: own political campaign. No. Look, the False. thing is if he really Look, I'm going to say the crux of this is what his Intention was right. You can't was just it? sit
4: there and make things up and 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 the, smear cl- the President of the United the, States. I, oh no, once yes
1: I can because um, I am a voter and, that's and that's he's, he's a criminal. criminal. That's why you guys are
4: going to lose. That's why you guys are going to lose. So, so, on, we're we're gonna gonna so look, look,
1: look. Let's let's talk, let's okay. back up from the Ukraine thing. The other thing he asked the the, the the head of Ukraine for was for him to validate this conspiracy theory that Ukraine was actually behind the intervention the invasion of the DNC servers that was crowdstrike investigation.
4: investigation that totally was crowdstrike
1: and the reason and the reason why he did it was because it absolves yeah. Russia from yeah. the, the be, from the conclusion that Russia invaded our country to help Trump win you know, the so presidency said, the, you know, and that's what was,
5: folks, and that's what the your
1: senate saying, quarters, You're for good government
4: Doug, but now you don't want an investigation Doug... Doug.
1: I want.
0: Got to pause back shortly.
6: The body—it is a work of art, an incredible feat of engineering, and a beautiful biological mystery. A mystery scientists work tirelessly to unravel. And while many questions remain, we now have new insight into why our immune system has difficulty detecting cancer cells in the body. This new understanding has led to a revolutionary approach called immunotherapy and a new hope for how we'll fight cancer in the future. This is Jimmy Smits, and I'm here with Stand Up to Cancer. Immunotherapy works by boosting our body's natural immune system, empowering it to identify and eradicate many types of cancer cells. Speak with your doctor and visit su2c.org immunotherapy to see if this approach may be right for you or your loved one. Your body might just be your greatest hope.
0: Bruce Dumont back. Folks, if you could have only been listening during the commercial breaks. It got very, very hot. It got very, very personal. So we're going to try to slow down a little bit. And let's go to calls because Kevin in Springfield, Illinois, he's been waiting a long time. Go ahead, Kevin. You're listening to us on Facebook Live tonight. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, I just had a question for Jennifer Nevin. She claims that she's a Republican, a conservative. So my question is, why has she been on an attack, attacking strong conservatives here in Illinois? We already have a weak party as it is. And attacking strong conservative candidates that could possibly win and pick up some of these seats, congressional seats, Senate seats, things like that. Bumper in particular, a very strong conservative, Jeannie Ives. Okay. Going all right, I'm gonna, them, I'm right, gonna right. ask for a quick response
0: to that only because we are a national show and I don't want to get involved in local politics. Jeannie mm-hmm. Ives is a frequent guest on this show. Jennifer, you are a frequent guest on this yes. program. You disagree. So but finish the point, but let's button it up and move on to another
2: okay. call. Okay. I guess what I'll say to that is I'm a conservative, but you'll note that I don't go out of my way to call myself a Republican. I criticize people from both sides of the aisle. This is a primary that we are in, and this is I'll nationalize this, because what this gentleman's trying to do is talk about Illinois. and He wants to carry over a Facebook fight onto the air, which I'm not going to do. I will just say this. Anytime you have a primary, when it's a national primary or a local primary, that is the time for fighting. That is when you separate the wheat from the chaff. And some people get their panties in a bunch and cannot handle it, such as this individual, Kevin, who's calling up. They can't handle it, so what they do is they attack the messenger. It is time to critique, and I critique Republicans all the time, and they are just like liberals when they complain and, and think that they're so high above it. So that is my response to Kevin. So that's would it. Would
0: you, my, my quick follow-up, would, would you, th- thanks very much, Kevin, for your call. Adios, my, Kevin. My, 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 quick, my quick follow-up to you is, if Jeannie Ives won the primary, mm-hmm. and if Jeannie Ives made it to Washington, would you agree or disagree that the, the potential for her to be a national leader of conservative Republicans would be significant?
2: Yes. I, in fact, okay. I voted for Jeannie Ives against okay. Bruce Rauner. So good. why he's bringing this up, I do not know.
0: So. Oh, well, that, 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 that's a question. There's a different, different period. But again, her, her yes. projectory, Absolutely. if she she's does. successful, yes. could be very There's huge. a lot
2: of good things about Jeannie Ives. Alan,
0: yes. CGO in Chicago, our flagship. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. He's gone. A uh, Rodney in Oklahoma listening to us on Sirius XM satellite radio. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, go ahead Rodney.
7: Okay, this is a Rodney. You've got Brian from Roselle.
0: Okay, well, I thought we were I'd going like to line comment. 3 uh on Rodney. We're going we're going to come back to you in just a second, okay? We're okay. going to put you on hold. Let's go to line 3, Rodney in Oklahoma. He seems cranky.
7: Yes. Um the problem that the president has is We've seen this M.O. before, and, and the, the people that aren't Kool-Aid drinkers, um, the people in the middle like myself, um, this is the same M.O. on everything the president has done uh, from the very beginning with the Mueller report. And, and that's the problem the Republicans and, and the, the guests that you have on now have, uh, is that th- this don't work anymore.
3: And I I just want to commend Rodney for actually, you know, being one of the folks in the middle who's looking at this stuff, you know, from a objective standpoint. And I agree. I think for a long time, the lies and sort of the manufactured reality that Trump has been so adept at. And and that's the one thing that the guy is adept at is manufacturing reality. and, And frankly, being a con artist, you know, the lies aren't working and the lies aren't sticking and the mountain of facts. You know, I, I wish it weren't true. I really do wish, because I think it's a shame for all of us as Americans to go through this. But I think the mountain of really, really irrefutable facts that show this man is lying, he's a criminal, he's reckless, he's dangerous for the country and the world, I think that mountain is going to become overwhelming soon. I, can I, can I comment
1: on that for a second?
0: Yes, you can, and then we're going to move on to a different topic.
1: The, uh, I think that uh, the thing about Trump for me is that it's so disappointing. He had a real chance to be actually a transformative president because he... Um you know, he basically, for many years, acted like a conservative Democrat in New York, and then he ran as a Republican, and he offended a lot of people. But he had a real chance to rise to the occasion as the president, and instead, he's been an absolute catastrophic embarrassment. You know, this is, oh, see, this, is this is this is
4: so typical. See, I actually I actually feel and sorry. I actually feel sorry for my my fellow panelists he, here he, on, he, on the, on the he, left. He it is, God, it, is God, God, it is a wonderful God. time he, to be alive in America. He could have. but the left has so much hate. They are just blinded by so much but, hate. But here's they're my actually, question They're actually about that. working against their own interests. Right. I mean, this impeachment okay. thing is going to be as big as a disaster for them, maybe bigger than their than their, uh, hate than, the their than their Russian collusion.
3: I hate hopes. the destruction of our I national mean, making, resources. Complete I hate fools the destruction of, of our national resources. I, I hate a a the unnecessary deaths of people all over our cities yeah. due to racial injustice. I hate yeah. the absurd over-incarceration rates. I hate foreign collusion. I hate using Those the democrat power of the presidency.
4: I hate filthy Democrat-run cities You live in filthy democrat terrible. You I got, got one a question. I got it's question. terrible. You live here, here, right? You, here. Here you live in Chicago? Coco, You chose to live here, right? Please.
1: Here's the amazing Get thing. I'm talking
4: about... People are getting typhoid and... and are you telling him to love or
3: leave? Democrat love is the guy who said he's saying our Democratic-run cities are terrible? By all means.
1: So the thing, the question is... The question I have is... I will grant you we have we have hate for the president. It's true. I, I can't even. Well, it's the to tell. No, but that. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, let, hang on. Let, it's, let true. Let it's, true. it's true. Make her it's true. It's true. It's obvious. There are reasons why we hate him. You're a hater. No, no, I'm not actually. Not at all. I root for everybody. This man has made me and many other people hate him, and here's the thing, okay? I can understand. You, I Let's can understand that finish. you're mad about it, and why? I offends no, you.
4: Where's your hate But come that's from? the question. Why do you, don't, you have so much You hate?
1: don't actually understand. You don't actually care why. I, I'm listening.
4: Why do you, why have, why do you hate I, the president?
1: I give you.
3: Let me of stuff,
1: right?
4: No, you. It's you see, you just throw lies. out insults. We've you got go to go a pause.
3: We've got a pause. We've got a pause.
0: Doug, Doug. You see me? Got a pause. So one 800 we've got to pause. Democrats, we got to pause too. one to an end. When we come back in hour number two, we're going to try something. We're going to try a little bit harder. Somebody talks, everybody listens, and then somebody else talks, and that person listens. So it's we're not... we going to try it in...
1: Yeah.
0: Coco, we're going to try it in hour number two. Back shortly. And... Uh, Let's uh, take a call. Let's go to line three, where Eric is listening to us in Rio Linda, California. Go ahead. You're on the air, Eric.
7: Yes. Thanks, Bruce. I love your show. Thank you. I just love. Oh, I listen to it every Sunday night.
0: Great. Appreciate it. Um, Listening to us on KTKZ.
7: Yes, KTKZ. KTKZ, Sacramento. Uh, I, I just, um, I keep hearing all these liberals talking about why they hate Obama or Trump. Donald Trump, and I never hear why. You just asked that question repeatedly, but she never answered. What's okay. wrong with it? What have you yeah. done so terrible? Okay, Eric, hear, I'm glad. I want to hear exactly.
0: All right, I stay on the line because I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you called because uh, Coco was in the middle of going through her list when we had to break for a commercial break. So let me ask you the question, Coco. And he used, I think you used the word "hate" as well. Why do you hate? Donald Trump.
1: Well, let me give you a couple of reasons. Number one, he evades any kind of responsibility, any kind of personal responsibility for his life. He made whatever money he made, he made because he either filed for bankruptcy and got out of his obligations... Or he didn't pay contractors building his buildings. He has a long litany of just sticking it to people and ruining them when they did the work for him. Now, as president, we watch the same thing. Anytime somebody accuses him of anything or criticizes him, he blames it on everybody else. That's the first reason. I and want and an that, accountable and got, and leader.
0: That, and that got to the level of that gets to the level of hatred in your in your. It does,
1: okay. because... By the way,
0: when we come back, Eric, you're going to get a chance to uh, respond That's one. as and I, got, gonna, more. Oh, go I got more. I got three more. more. I
1: don't like the way he acts. I don't <laughs> like the way he talks okay. to people. I don't like the way he talks about people. Kind of, I think okay. he's vile. I think he is profane, and okay. I think he is unpresidential. Okay. Third, I think he. I mean, he's got so many sexual assault a- allegations. A new book just came out last week with 43 new ones no. on top of the 22 other ones. No. That's the third. Fourth, I don't like, th- I think he's a weak, sad, pathetic guy. I think oh, he, okay, I, wait, I think wait, wait, he, man. no, no, but I think let, he, let, let, I think let. he kowtows to Putin. Come I think on. he kowtowed to Erdogan. I think he got absolutely pasted by the Chinese with the newest trade deal. I think he is weak okay, and sad on, and he makes the United States look terrible. This is why, but this is why. You ask right, me why. That's why. I got many. Let, let, let me
0: just good. summarize Eric we're going to go to you in just a moment but i'm going to okay. summarize all those those are all personal things not necessarily related to a particular policy they're all personal so now let's go to Eric Eric i want you to respond to what was said then Peter is going to respond and then we'll hear from the republicans go ahead Eric
7: we had two years of Mueller investigation and nothing against Trump i didn't Can have anything to, i didn't say anything the about the Mueller investigation garbage. Well, that was all about uh, Russian collusion. Come she on. did. But, I didn't but, 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 but about no that. Eric, that Eric, garbage, she did. I don't want she, any
0: more garbage. She didn't. She didn't say that, Peter. Peter. Hey, Eric, oh, yeah. Eric. First,
3: thanks for uh, listening to the show and tuning in and giving uh, us liberals a chance to to speak to you, or persuade you. So, I, I don't hate Donald Trump. I don't really hate anyone, um, but I think as um, a person, he's a person of very low moral standing. I think, you know, I, one thing you may have picked up if you listen to the show a bunch is I'm, I'm from New York. I grew up there, you know, in the 80s, 90s. And, you know, Donald Trump was an ever-present kind of social character in my life as a teenager and, and, and such. And, you know, if you had met Donald Trump back in 1992 or 1989, it's a very, he's a very different person. He was a pro-choice Democrat. You know, super liberal in a lot of ways, as you have to be, to be part of that, like, New York scene. But he was really strong on things like immigration and law enforcement. Took got a full-page ad in the New York Times, um, you know, against the Central Park uh, Five, basically saying they should be executed. You know, really, really strong views. But where I stand today is uh, when I see Donald Trump, I see a person who really has no ideology but himself. You know, this this person is someone who stands for nothing but Donald Trump, and I think that's what makes him, okay. to me, such an uh, ill-suited person. So, Eric, Eric. President. Eric go
0: last word to you, Eric, and then we're moving on.
7: Okay, I Donald Trump came to Christian conservatives, Dobson and others, and confessed his sins and accepted Jesus into his life and became a Christian and asked forgiveness for his sins. So... If people can't forgive him, then they won't be forgiven either.
3: I'll let God forgive him. And, I'll let God handle that. But when it comes to the vote, yeah. it's the vote of yeah. the American people. Okay. And he's not right. suited to uh, So he's not, uh, he's not
1: a Christian because he no, violates the good Samaritan, Jesus' wow. is good Samaritan rule. You don't, you're in no wow.
2: position to say Eric, that. Eric, you're in no Eric
0: thank you very much. You asked a question. We gave uh, the left side of the table an opportunity to say sure. why they hate Donald Trump. Peter didn't want to use that word. And now we're going to take a few, a couple of seconds. We're going to start with you. Thank you, uh, thank you very much for your call. And keep listening on KTKC, uh, Northern In California. There, yeah. Always good to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer, now, yeah, okay. summarize. Let me ask you this way. Why are you, and I'm going to ask Doug, why are you... So supportive of Donald Trump. You've heard the negative side, mostly per- all personal from uh, Coco.
2: Yeah, well, I didn't uh, sign on. I didn't vote for a priest. I never voted. Uh, put a morality test. I think most politicians are kind of kind of creepy in in some ways. I certainly thought that about the Bush family. Um, so it didn't. I didn't have a, a litmus test um, for Donald Trump. He came in saying the things that I have been waiting somebody to say. He struck a blow against political correctness. Uh, I thought that was the most important thing that he was going to do. And from that point on, I was with him. He has kept his promises by and large. He could keep a lot more if he had uh, a congress that wasn't obstructionist and that includes the republicans i'll throw them in there as well so i have a lot of respect for donald trump obviously i just want to say one thing to coco and i say this respectfully you said earlier that you were going to give trump a chance i mean that that you wanted him to succeed but everything that you mentioned that you hate about him just in that snippet was all personal stuff that was personal stuff that he had before he even got in office so it really kind of belies the whole i was going to give him a chance I don't think that there really was uh, many liberals that were going to give Donald Trump a chance. So I don't expect them to, and they won't in the future.
4: Doug. Okay, First of all, anyone who knows me knows that um, I'm a Republican, lifelong Republican, who's probably been more critical of other other Republican, do-nothing Republican officials and probably anybody, than probably any Democrat. Almost uh, single-handedly took down our our, our failed uh, past Republican uh governor here in illinois or this mercy why, like why do you like and trump? my point is coming back that is why donald trump is such a breath of fresh air finally we finally have a republican who actually keeps his promises and 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 knows how to fight and we we're seeing that here tonight you know i don't watch cnn or msnbc so i don't really why i don't you know subject myself to trump derangement syndrome but I'm sitting here in the studio with it and I see it firsthand, this Trump derangement syndrome, this this hate, this hate towards this man Who's working his butt off every single day for America, making it better? <laughs> Millions of Americans of all races and creeds are, are you know, their families are getting better. Everybody's being lifted up in this this rising wave. These people cannot handle it. They hate. It is unbelievable. As a result of what I've heard tonight, in fact, I'm raising my my prediction for Trump's victory, landslide win next year from forty states to forty-five, based on what I've heard here tonight. Okay. You said something
0: very important, and that is You like his fight. I think that's the bottom line to a lot of Republicans. They like that he fights. He goes, you get into a fight with him, you're going to come back with at least a bloody nose. People like that. The Democrats like it, too, only they're a little more gentle about it. Back shortly. We're still out back in Chicago. Here's a quick question. Everybody should be able to respond to this. And, Peter, you asked the question. Uh, based on the president's visit to Minneapolis last week when there was a battle between uh, the mayor who wanted uh, $500,000 paid uh, for uh, uh, off-duty police officers and security at his rally, and the president uh, uh, refused to do that, said there was some other contract for a lesser amount. But conceptually speaking, when the president or or any candidate goes into a municipal situation, should that municipality ask for and receive from a, a political party the money to pay for
1: uh, security? Peter?
3: Yes, and they should pay what is proven to be owed.
0: Okay.
1: For a political cool. event, yes. Yes, yeah, for political for event. For a political campaign event, yes. What do you think? Yes.
0: Jennifer? Yeah, yeah I think they do. I don't okay, know here's this, react, is, this is two they, things they, they we've they agreed do, do on tonight. Yeah. Making okay. progress. We are making progress. Let's go to... Uh, uh kendall listening to us in nevada he's in listening to us on sirius xm satellite radio potus go ahead you're on the air
7: yeah the the night of the election i was bouncing up and down the channels and three channels up from the channel you're on on sirius xm on the night of the election the host as soon as it became obvious trump was going to win started talking about impeachment um we, everybody knew as soon as the democrats took the house that the one and only thing they were going to do was impeach Bush and there's still plenty of Democrats Trump. running around that still, I mean Trump, there's still plenty of Democrats running around now that still think they should have impeached George W. Bush. The Democrats, the Progressive Party will never accept any, any president that's not a Progressive Democrat and therefore this is nothing more and nothing less than a coup.
0: Okay, let's. Uh, I want to let Coco uh, respond. Coco, respond to to that because you said you wanted to give uh, Trump uh, an opportunity from the get-go. Uh, Jennifer challenged that because of all the personal stuff that you put with Trump. But again, when, when we look at where we are as a country, isn't the problem here that that in 2016, for the first time in the history of the country, the losing side did not accept the verdict of the voters and instead began an ongoing campaign to get rid of the guy who had just been elected in the electoral college, electoral college. And then what we have here is we have sour grapes. We have, we have Democrats that have never agreed, and and if, and if the Democrats have done that, which they have in my view, then uh, why shouldn't the Republicans do the same thing in 2020 if uh, a Democrat gets elected? So,
1: number one, that's exactly what the Republicans did after Obama was elected. There was a there was a, a, a dinner the night of his inauguration with all of the top Republican leaders, and they all got together and they said, we're going to one-term this guy, and we're going to stop everything he did. So that's one, first of all. The, but, can, I, but, can I
0: just address that one? Yeah. If you're with political leaders, if you're the majority leader of one party— you automatically want to make the president a one-term. The fact that Mitch McConnell was dumb enough to say that with people around was was a political mistake. Because, but in the real world of politics, all that happens.
1: Sure, but if our country. Everybody was, wants but to our be country, a one-term Republican president. Republican agenda, right? That but our agenda. But our country was in crisis, and the Republicans decided that they were going to give Obama absolutely no wins, which meant wins for the country, right? They were going to they were going to collaborate with him not one bit. So, so that's one. I don't
0: recall that, but uh,
1: go ahead. Okay. That I do. So that's one. Number two, look, there is a reason why we think Trump is an illegitimate president. It's because, number one, if the Russians had not stepped in and run an information war campaign for him and against Hillary, there's no way he would be president right now. No way. That was the variable. that. That was the variable. That was the variable that was unaccounted for in every poll you that, showed
0: to, let me ask you this. that showed— How are you going to—let me ask you this. you going? How are you going to address it? For the sake of—for you. I'm not done. But <laughs> here's my point. Yeah. What's going to happen in 2020? If if that if that collusion that you allege, yeah. which has not been was not proven by the Mueller report,
1: I didn't say collusion. I do think there was collusion, but I'm not alleging that. I'm saying that if the Russians had not weighed in, a foreign government picked what do our president. What you think they're going to do wow. in twenty yeah. twenty? Eight thousand dollars of Facebook ads. Eight thousand
0: dollars of Facebook ads. You're going a little bit beyond. Can it. just
3: chime in. Go ahead, so. Peter. Whether he's illegitimate or not is, to me, at least at this point, beyond the point. He was elected president. He got the requisite number of electoral votes. This is the world we live in. The focus for me is having the best candidate who could defeat him in 2020, who can move the country in a positive direction. So I think, you know, I think the Mueller report contains so much damning evidence, candidly, that, you know, he should have been impeached on the spot then and there. But it doesn't matter that, like, we live in in a world where, you know, news shapes... A lot of our perceptions and shapes sometimes policy. The bottom line is he was elected president. He took the oath of office. He's sitting in the Oval Office. He's the you know, commander-in-chief, and this is the world we live in. So, I mean, I'm, I've come to terms with his, quote-unquote, legitimacy as president. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you know, just because he was, quote-unquote, legitimately elected, as you guys you know, believe, doesn't mean that his presidency has been legitimate or he's been acting in legitimate ways. He has done enough, in my view to basically get himself impeached and to warrant removal. I want to change the yeah. subject. I want to change
0: the subject. I want to go to you, Doug. When you uh, go over all the reasons why you like Donald Trump, uh, I think you mentioned or Jennifer mentioned that he, you know, he made campaign promises and he kept the promises. In the case of withdrawing troops from Syria, do you think that he made a mistake by withdrawing troops from Syria – and thus abandoning, or at least in a, the world of perception, abandoning the Kurds who had helped us and had given over 11,000 of their own people to fight ISIS along with us? That's,
4: that's a very fair question. It's a good question. I have a, a, a few uh, points on that. It's, it's a lot more complicated than, uh, I mean, respectfully, I would say that you presented it and all, all the media is presenting it. This is a, this is a very – it's very complicated what's going on there. It's yet another mess – it's yet another quagmire that that this president inherited from from Barack Obama. Let's not recall. But the Barack president,
0: Obama, no, Bra- the, the, the the president or, or Donald Trump acknowledged all that during the campaign, and he made a promise. So well, speak to my look, as opposed to tr- just a minute, as opposed to trashing Obama. Answer my question. He made a pledge. And he said, "I'm gonna. I want to. I want to pull people out of Syria." He's pulled American troops out of
4: Syria. Is that something you support? Well, yes well, or no? Wait, wait, wait a second. First of all, I'm not trashing Obama. First of all, I. I it will be the first time. No, for, that's really not true. Actually, for the I'm, record, countless times over the last 10 years, or when uh, he was president, I, I actually stood up for him with some of the crazy stuff that okay. was going on on let's social media let's really no, answer, answer the question, No, it's, it's my understanding that actually we haven't taken any any troops. Out of completely out of Syria yet, the the, the Secretary of Defense was on um, was on uh, television this morning, and he said we're actually we're only talking about it's actually um, just a couple dozen of, of our military that we moved. We were pushing back on Turkey for for weeks, telling them not to you know to hold off on this on this intervention over the border, and Turkey finally said we're going to go. So so we, we moved back. We moved back. The defense secretary said, I saw. he's we the expert. Did we screw the Kurds? We moved- yes. Did no. We? No. Did we we have we screwed aban- the Kurds? No, we didn't. No, we have not abandoned the Kurds. Again this They're is being lot, slaughtered. Again this is a lot more important They're being Bruce, slaughtered. You, Bruce you not in the trap They're being of, slaughtered. Of, of CNN and MSNBC with these these cheap talking points that you're hearing over there. This is a I want a
5: straight you know, we, answer. I want a straight answer, straight answer. In the Kurds. someone. who not, born in the in the East. not all, do you wait, think I'm we have I want to ask I want to ask our
0: other Republican defer to our other Republican. Do you think that that by by pulling out of Syria and that we've abandoned the Kurds? We've not pulled out of Syria, Bruce.
1: We are pulling out of Syria. Uh, announced we it today. Not.
0: Jennifer, let you, let the other Republicans speak.
2: Here, here is my response to that. Have we abandoned them? Well, yes, we have abandoned them. What I need to go further with is, was that the right thing? Because it's a complicated question, as as Doug was saying. But have we left them? Have we left them in the lurch? Yes. To be intellectually honest, we really have, in my in my view. We have. When you pull out and you leave them in the position that they're in, yes, we have. Does that mean that abandonment wasn't the right thing to do and there's other ways of controlling Turkey via sanctions? Yes. So... By me saying, yes, we've abandoned them, doesn't mean that what Trump did is wrong, because I don't think, I think it was courageous, and I think it was the right thing to do. But you cannot argue, in my view, that we did not leave wait, 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 did like Peter Hanna, Peter Hanna,
3: back to Doug. Especially as someone who comes from a perspective of a minority from the Middle East, you know, and obviously I don't purport to be an authority on it, but I've seen a lot of sorts of these sorts of situations. It's a total abandonment. And we were relying on the Kurds in that border region between Syria and Turkey, to incarcerate people who are suspected ISIS sympathizers. And as reported right before, right on my way here, multiple dozen of high-value ISIS prisoners. And now we have our own army telling us that those high-value ISIS prisoners are gone because these were relatively low- to medium-security facilities that were being looked after by Kurdish and American forces. And now the American forces have left. The Kurdish forces are trying not to get blown up. The Turkish are firing warning shots about like 100 or so meters from American locations to push them further back. I mean, I, I know what, what Trump's angle is, right? Like, I know he just wants to show his base. Look, I'm pulling Americans out. I'm bringing our heroes home. But this left our allies, with whom we were basically, through whom we were fighting a proxy war against these monsters,
1: alone. To fight I entirely you know what, call you, the Are you disagreeing with, with yeah, Peter? Go much. ahead. Go ahead. I, I don't think that... Trump did this for his base. I think he did this for Putin. I think he did this for his boss. And I think he capitulated to Erdogan. His boss. And I think that we spent all this time capturing ISIS and working with the Kurds, and now we've abandoned the Kurds. And I'll say this, okay? Maybe sanctions can be imposed on Turkey, although they haven't yet. And they're not going to be anytime soon. But maybe we impose sanctions on Turkey, and w- that is how we reprimand them from their con- for their you conduct. Know, I, but in the meantime, there are going to be thousands and thousands of Kurds who are going to die. And you guys are the pro-life party, and I don't see how you can be pro-life the, 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 if the, you're it, willing a, to sacrifice the names, on, the, the lives of our allies you you while, we
4: wait for, while we you, wait for n- sanctions. Oh, now you care about borders. Now you care about uh, borders. Right. You, you Democrats so don't care any more about the Kurds. Than you yeah, do, we really of, do of the Americans who yeah, are dying really every do. single day really because do. of the of the Mexican heroin that's flowing right. into this really country really, over a border really that really you don't want to do. secure. That shortly, sure. give you. me a break. Stop! It
1: doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter.
3: The fact is, so much hate what, what America should down. have done is America should not have hastily withdrawn from the border region because what they've done we'll is they've back. abandoned.
1: Their allies, Doug. they have
3: abandoned their allies. Bruce? Hold on a yes. second. Please. When are we
1: back?
0: You we're on the air. Go ahead. We, we are. We abandoned. Yeah, go ahead. We've
1: abandoned what? our allies,
3: <laughs> Doug. Can Wait, I? When I, have can I have the room. Can I listen to me? Listen to me. Instead of like these sort of you know textbook Fox News attacks, just listen to me. I'm actually literally a minority Middle Eastern of that descent, right? I know a little bit about the region. I didn't say I wasn't fully in support of the Obama, uh, you know, troop influx in Syria. I thought that was a foreign war that raised a lot of really complex problems. And I thought the worst thing we could do is throw like 20, whatever, 10, 15,000 special forces in there. Without thinking it through, but it was a humanitarian disaster, and the only thing that we knew was that you know Bashar al-Assad had, had Russian support, and we had Russian planes, and as we found out today, bombing Syrian hospitals on his behalf. Let me so, ask you this wait, question. I, I, what do you gonna, expect our Twenty-four. I'm going to wrap it up what, what quick our, for you, know, and then we can go to your I, five, I what Here's what I'm saying. You're lumping all liberals, Democrats, even us two no, together. No, I
4: need to keep going. I've got your insults. You you hate There's the president. No insult, but but, say but something you need to just actually new. close say your something mouth for new.
3: thirty seconds the withdrawal is an abandonment of our allies through whom we fought the war against ISIS the withdrawal has allowed almost a thousand ISIS sympathizers and high value targets to escape prison and what this has done is it has sent a message to future allies not that we've done we haven't done enough to make them lose faith in us we've sent a message to future allies that we are not a reliable partner and when the tides kind of turn We're out and they're on their own. Your old colleague here, your own colleague said, she said that maybe she doesn't agree with the exact. Outcome, maybe it's not the best approach, but she. You're, just, a you're, part of
4: you're, it. you're just repeating. No one has. No one's going to listen to this. You're just repeating. I mean, no, what I mean, people have heard all day on, on CNN. You're just repeating the same thing. You clearly don't know what's really going on there. And, and, and the you complexity do right because you're a, and you're and a what, fighter. What, fresh hey, from can, the can, wait, I, I listen border. to you. I, I, I listen to you. I mean, really, I, li- I, a I listen to you. For you. We're talking about moving uh, as, a def- as the dep- as the uh, as the uh, as the defense secretary said. We're talking about moving about two dozen. U.S. military who are standing in the way of about 15,000 Turks who are going to come across the border. What do you honestly expect those 24 or, or a couple dozen whatever U.S. troops to do? And you know what? Here, here's what, here's what, here's what I, I find so, you know, just, just, just disgusting about the left's view here. If, if those U.S. troops who are just, you know, in the middle here, who are basically just supposed to be hostages, well, oh, okay, Turkey's not supposed to come in because there's, you know, a couple dozen U.S. military there. They're supposed to just stay there as hostages. But if the Turks did come in anyway, which which our president decided they were going to do, and if some of those U.S. military got killed by Turkish artillery – or bombs, you guys would be the first ones saying this president. He knew that was going to happen. How it, this is terrible that he left those troops there to be killed by the by the you know the, by the, the Turks. Turkish, That's Exactly what you would do. The Turkish would never. Turkish would never enter that border we region. We gotta, should, I'm going to ask the Turks you guys. Never you or, guys are going to attack I him no
3: never matter what he, he does. The Turks aid. would let never enter that border area. You don't know that. You don't know what's I do because it's about sovereignty.
4: You don't know really that.
0: Gentlemen, back to your corners, please. Let me ask another question. There are ISIS prisoners being held. Some of them are being escaped. They're escaping. 785. eighty-five. Seven. The, the question is, what should happen to those prisoners wherever they are? Who's ever in control of those prisoners, what should happen? Should they be let go? Should they be released? Well,
3: the,
5: be president, you know, the
4: president is I mean, they should I, well, Let, I
5: let Peter the, talk.
3: Yeah, thank you. Bruce, and thank you, Doug, Um, I think what the big problem is here, putting aside our abandonment of the allies, is we have put these people back in play, and there's nothing ISIS needs more than opportunity. What should have happened? Should they they be executed? They should. I mean, they should have trials, certainly, and then they should be brought to whatever battlefield trials. I mean, I'm not on the (laughs) battlefield to make that decision, but I know what shouldn't happen, and what shouldn't happen is they shouldn't be free to go, which they are now.
0: I agree with that. Coco?
1: Should they be executed?
0: That was my question.
1: I mean... It's war. Well, but we don't know who these people... I mean, I'm No, they should be tried. They should be rounded back up and put back in prison, and then then justice should be imposed on them. Put
0: in a prison where?
1: Well, I mean... I mean, the high-value
3: targets, I would take either to Guantanamo or somewhere that we could actually interrogate them and figure out what's going on, but I mean, the way, you know, these sorts of, like, intelligence-gathering operations go... Most likely, they'd be taken to a, a third location where the laws are different, and you know, yeah.
0: interrogated. And by the, the way, I doctrine. was not—I was not proposing execution. I asked—that was a question. What do you do I if don't you don't
1: think they should be summarily executed? No.
0: Okay, so if but they've got to go somewhere, because if because if the, 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 the who's, who's watching over them? Again, well, the some Kurds of were, them are being released. The, the Kurds, Kurds were—they're were. They sh- not doing it. They should have
1: right. Certainly not. Right. The thing is, there is a cause and effect here the president had some kind of weird middle of the night conversation with erdoğan he capitulated and grovelled and st- and and fetched whatever erdoğan wanted and then he announced that we were pulling our we were pulling out of syria and suddenly it's game on for the turks versus the kurds and isis is released that's a cause that's that's a cause and effect the one okay. thing we do know is they that should not have happened and they should still be safe and secure from enacting mayhem well, first, along the we got to go around, to
0: calls. Mark in Carmel, California, listening to us on KION. Go ahead, Mark.
5: Hey, good evening. Um, I, I don't mean to get this off topic, but the um, Trump election in 2016 was not surprising to me because it was a result of the 2010 suppression of the... Tea Party movement, of which was huge, and we were disenfranchised. And I got to tell you, this latest uh, occurrences with the impeachment and what have you are reawakening the base. And I don't think it really matters what the minutia of the world events are, because, frankly, the abuses or so-called abuses of Trump were so much less egregious than the abuses from eight years of Obama while we idly all sat by and watched the excesses go on. And as Mark, I, believe, I events ask. events will prove out... Mark,
0: I want to ask this question. Now, I'm, I'm going I'm to pose it and I'm going to let all of our guests respond. The, the spirit, the enthusiasm, the, uh, the importance to turn out your base... Are you confident that the Democrats or the Democrats or those professional haters that are out there, are they strong enough to outmaneuver and turn out a stronger number of voters than the Trump base? I would assume you would acknowledge the Trump base is being inspired. They're not being deflated. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can you guys? I'm looking to the to the left yes, now. Can I mean, you guys? Yes, the, can the, you beat them in the numbers? Can okay. you beat them in the books? The
3: right or the correct, um, the but best. Bruce, Democratic were you candidate. asking me that question? No,
0: I'm asking our panel that. Then I'll go back to you.
3: Sorry, Mark. Thank you. It's Peter. The the best, Democratic candidate will have the effect of, getting out the vote. A weak candidate, and I think Biden, for example, might not mobilize the vote, like someone who actually energizes voters and supporters.
0: Do you agree with that? That Biden can't do it, but, but not the, some of the others I'm saying not, as not likely.
1: I don't think Biden can do it.
0: Okay, our our Republicans. Let me ask you: Are you confident right now that even though the most recent Fox poll, Fox poll, said that those surveyed favored impeachment and removal of office, do you believe that the Trumpsters can outmaneuver the spirit of the Democrats?
2: um, Yes, I do, and I don't. I don't even want to get into that Fox poll. Um, it's I put that in the same category as I do most polls. I mean, they're not uh, worth the paper they're written on. But I really think it's an important point for me to make right now, with what the caller was talking about with disenfranchisement. Uh, the Democrats like to talk about that. It's a popular rallying cry that they unfold during every election. But that works for us as well. I will tell you, he's right about the Tea Party disenfranchisement. And if, and Bruce, you you've mentioned this before, if this were to happen, the Democrats Democrats got their way somehow, and our president was not only impeached in the House, but he was impeached in the Senate. It's not going to happen, but let's say Convicted it Convicted in the Senate. Convicted, and he was kicked out. I don't know what the Democrats and the media are expecting that the Trump supporters are going to do, all 63 million of us. I don't know if they think that we are going to sit back and say, you know— Darn it! I guess we're just gonna have to handle Pence or we're just gonna have to lick our wounds, and we'll try again another day. It can I ask you a not, question? Hold no. on, Coco. No, no real real question. I have a real question. It, it, okay. I, I want to go to you,
0: but I want to get Doug's response to the same not, question. Back to you. It
2: will not go down easily. I don't know what they think is going to happen, but we're okay. not going to stand. Do you, for you think?
0: It. Do you think the base right now? Does the base, Doug, have enough red meat to outpoll? the 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 trump haters
4: uh, absolutely how many times okay. do we have to watch how many times do we have to watch the left make, make fools of themselves they've been wrong on so many things that okay the Russian so collusion conf- the, so you know, the, 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 the embassy in israel oh my gosh okay. yes so you're confident and, okay you know and i always and I I always thought question. you know biden the idea that he was a Rival of, of don't he should not flatter himself. He's okay. he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it through the Democrat primary. Okay, and Elizabeth ahead. Warren I, is going to be I, what, a once catastrophe. once one, 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 one second.
1: I have a, a real question. One
2: how were the how were the Tea Partiers? Disenfranchised. Yeah. Well, during and this was something even Obama commented on um, with the IRS. Uh, Lois Lerner even admitted it. The IR at the uh, applications for tax exempt status for conservative groups, notably the Tea Party, were slow walked, and in many cases they didn't get them, and that irreparably harmed their ability to fundraise. And that is something that um, Obama era officials actually admitted. Mark, sorry. we ran
0: out of time for the segment. I'm sorry. Thank you for your call. Call Thank again. 1-800-723-8029. One more segment coming up. It'll be a doozy. Don't go away. Bruce Dumont back Never in Chicago. Uh, the Democrats uh, are uh, this coming Tuesday are going to have another big debate. It'll be on CNN. And uh, last week there was a debate on uh, with gay and lesbian issues, LGBTQ+ plus, uh, issues and the Democrats watched it. Uh, did anybody, can you go beyond you, you've all identified yourself that you're both for Elizabeth Warren. Can you put in context, can you independently analyze who did well and who did not well without saying that Elizabeth Warren won it?
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I try to be super objective despite or regardless of my, my leanings or whatever. I thought everyone actually did pretty well, except the, the portion I caught of Biden. I thought was a little bit weak. I thought Pete Buttigieg did really, really well. I thought um, he tied a lot of the issues that were being discussed to his own personal stories, which is something that I don't think many of the other candidates could do. Um, you know, I even thought Kamala Harris, who I've been a little bit tough on, I thought she did reasonably well. Um, and I thought Elizabeth Warren did very well. I thought, more than anything else, it's great that that the party is having that sort of forum because we will probably not see that, uh, you know, on the Republican side for many, many years, unfortunately.
1: I thought that Kamala Harris... Was fantastic. And the reason I think she was fantastic is because she was with the LGBT community long before any other Democrats were because they were afraid of the issue mm-hmm. and they were afraid to ally with the LGBT community. But she was conducting marriage ceremonies in '04 when uh, the Bush administration was trying to write LGBTs out of the, con- out of the Constitution. And that was astonishing, to rem- remember that,
0: but it, she was first, but it was not exactly a profile encouraged because she was an elected official in San Francisco. If you can't, it's if, true. You, if you can't do that in San Francisco, you can't do it
7: anywhere.
1: It's true, but it yeah. was gays and lesbians were ra- politically radioactive everywhere, even in San Francisco, and she had national aspirations, and yet, she she still stood by the LGBT community and, you know, and took the risk. And I appreciate that.
0: Okay. I want to spend a little moment talking about uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, How badly was he hurt by his heart attack? Now, again, you've already said, were you for Bernie Sanders four years ago, Peter?
3: I voted for Bernie in the
0: primary against Hillary. Okay. Now the question is, is Bernie Sanders too old? You're bo- you, you've both switched gears. A lot of people have gone from Bernie uh, to Elizabeth Warren. He still continues to raise an incredible amount of money. Uh, I, I wanted Warren
3: to run in 2016 um, as yeah. well. I think, I think, look, he had uh, a heart attack. He had a procedure which many Americans have had and, and recovered from quite well. I think he's still a really powerful political force. I don't know what... His fortune will look like um, as the voters in Iowa and New Hampshire go to the polls and think about that. I don't think it he can help him, certainly. Um, but I do think that he has an opportunity now, if he is a person of, uh, of great principle, which I think he is, to kind of take a hard look at the schedule ahead and say to his good friend Elizabeth Warren, I'm going to put my weight behind you so that we don't split the vote and give this to Joe Biden.
1: I, I, I agree. I agree with that. I also think that something else about his heart attack. I don't actually think his heart attack should disqualify him from the presidency. I think maybe his age is maybe a disqualifying factor, but the thing that it might do, might, is it might shake loose the, you know, the steel support of some of his Bernie bros who will not support anybody else but him. Mm -hmm. This might be something that is persuasive to them Mm. that if he weren't the candidate, if he weren't the nominee, maybe the they would show yeah. up I you think know, what's do.
0: happening now is that uh, I'll, I'll, you know he was out again playing you know baseball you know somewhat with the uh, uh, on ABC today uh, in a very small you know b-roll uh, type mm-hmm. of situation but um, you could see he was he was addressing the issue of how soon he's going to get back to a robust schedule on the road. And so the, the media is going to continue to say, okay, well, how many visits is he doing today? He's not doing what he did in 2016. So to some extent, they're pressuring him to do that. I mean, I was even amazed that, that he's out there swinging a bat. I mean, you shouldn't be – a reporter should not be asking him to swing a bat uh, a week after he's had a double, double stent. Above-body above movement is not something you do. Uh, He he did look better. I think he looked better. He looked maybe he lost a couple of some weight, but I'm I'm worried about the pressure of the campaign being forced on this guy, and now he's you know he, he. He's an old guy, and now he's got to show every day that he's Mr. You know, Physicality.
4: It's, 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 it's sad to watch. I mean, it is,
0: but it's it's also. I think it's unfair. I mean, here's one thing that I think also think is unfair, and I I, I said this even before, and it's you know obviously there's there's three people in their seventies that are running. I don't think anybody should have to stand for ninety minutes in a debate. What's wrong with having a stool? Uh, a stool to sit on—that's <laughs> what I'm referring to.
1: I don't think I'm going to feel sorry for Bernie Sanders. He's a grown man, and he's got agency, and he makes his own decisions. Nobody's going to force him to be to act more vital than he is on the can- on the trail. Well, I think if he wants a, to drop out, he can drop out. There's
0: a there's a there's a pressure to do it though. There's going to be a pressure to do it. And he said something by the way today, which which I was surprised. I mean, that he said it. He was describing some symptoms he had uh, within the last couple of weeks. And then he said, I should have known that. I should have known better. I should have known that this was—so th- there, there were some personal it's... judgment issues that he made mm. that he acknowledged— that were wrong. Well, I, I think. I think and it's Politicians sad. don't normally acknowledge yeah.
7: that
0: that he was he was running through some stop signs. That's one
4: of the I, I wish why people he, I like him. He, I wish he had yeah. some family or be. friends around and would, would would tell him the truth. I mean, it, it, it is sad. You look at him. I mean, you know, four years ago, let's face it. Everybody knows. You know, Hillary Clinton, the DNC, they, they 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 cheated. They rigged that that, that Democratic yeah, primary. They did But yeah. he, you know, right before Hillary he, went on to, he, to working with Ukrainians he, and Russians. Okay, rigged, Doug, we're running out of the
0: time. they save those tools for the general election debate. you Okay. Well, I think they should. Anyway, our thanks to our guests. uh, Peter Hanna, thank you very much. Coco uh, Sudak, thank you very much. Your maiden voyage. Nice job tonight. Jennifer uh, Levins, always good to see you. And Doug Ibadal. always to have you enjoyable. You always add a little life to the program. And again, uh, tonight uh, we've had a lot of of battles back and forth during the, the breaks. They even got hotter. But again, at the end of the show, everyone is at least semi-smiling. <laughs> and I hope we were able to provide some light in addition to a lot of heat th- this evening. Uh, that is our goal, to try to be as fair and balanced in these uh, important times as we can. Uh, election day is about 388 days away, so we got a long way to go. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks very much. We'll see you next week. And Our thanks to Andrew Marshall and also to Hector Pachachko for their assistance in the production of this program. Good night from Chicago.